Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. We have a very special episode today. I've got my good friend, Stephen Cooley. Welcome, Steve. Hey, mate. How you going? Good, good. And then we've also got one of our uh, one of my other very dear friends who's also a member of us uh, down there at Breakthrough Active. We've got Corey. So thanks for jumping on with me today, Corey. Thanks, mate. No worries. We're going to, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Corey's time with us at Breakthrough, he's been one of the the OGs, one of the originals, got started with his wife, Mel, at the beginning of 2018 when we were operating as a boot camp over at Walls End and Elmore Vale and has been with us ever since, made the transition over to Cardiff and one of the, uh, yeah, one of the most loved people down at, at Breakthrough amongst the members and, and the trainers. I don't think there's any... Uh, Anyway, we can sort of dance around that, but we're just going to explore his his journey with us and and talk a little bit about his time with us. So, first question I wanted to ask Corey, you know, you've been into your training for a long time, but before you met us, obviously a few years ago, what what had you done when you were a bit younger and first got into the gym scene? Matt, for me, it started in high school. I was into cross country running. Um, I did that in with school. Outside of school, I started boxing probably about the age of 13, 14, I think. Um, boxing progressed into um, freestyle martial arts, uh, Muay Thai, um, and I was in and out of schools right up until I was probably in my late 30s. So, yeah, that's pretty, pretty much running, running in martial arts. And it, as far as, I guess, gym environment, boot camp, sort of more like the weight stuff, circuit training, anything like that, had you sort of yeah. dipped your toe into that at all? No, no, never. I, I sort of found to go to the gym and just lift weights to me was boring. I liked, uh, I liked, the, I liked the contact of martial arts. It sound, might sound strange. It's intimidating to some people, but mm-hmm. that's all I ever knew. Um, I liked that, that full contact. Um, it wasn't really much into lifting weights until, you know, we found boot camp, obviously. Yeah. Um, but cool. um, I think yeah. it's uh, I think it's very important to be enjoying what you do for exercise. Um, yeah. You know, Steve, me and you have spoke about this a little bit when we when we're talking about workout design and sort of talking about workouts for the members. And we, we always, you know, even back in the boot camp days, we always wanted it to be something that people would have fun with. Um, so talk a little bit, Steve, about what, I guess, for you, you sort of try to put into a workout, you know, to make sure that it is fun for people. I guess, like, for me in particular, I, I just like anything with, like, a little bit of camaraderie stuff. So, like, any like any anything partnery is obviously more than ideal um also i've always like i remember back in the day when i was running boot camp sessions and we pretty well would design our own workouts i used to like uh giving members a bit of a choice on what they were doing like kind of like a this or that because that way you know 
they're, they're sort of in charge of, of, of what they want to do. Like you're giving them the specific template anyway and the specific structure to follow, which keeps it easy for them. But I used to like just giving a bit of a choice of this or that, and that way they can mix it up from round to round and it just doesn't stay stale or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then on the topic of going back to what Corey said, like Corey said something about like, I was very, very taken aback there that he's, he's done mixed martial arts in the past and I've just learnt now and just decided now that if ever there's anything you don't want to do in the gym, Corey, you just let me know, mate, because otherwise you'd be kicking my ass in the gym. So I'm just going to put my hands up. It's the only sport I've ever played. Um, though, yeah. obviously, it, it just becomes too risky as you get older and you've got knee problems. Otherwise, otherwise, I'll be mm. still doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not uh, exactly the most low-impact thing when you're... No. Uh, it's done, it's done some damage, let me tell you. Mm. So... Yeah. So you obviously enjoyed that when when you're a bit lo- bit younger, and then when we met you a couple of years ago, uh, like I mentioned earlier, to beginning of 2018, um, sort of just prior to that, 2017, let's say, were you doing any sort of regular exercise or training? A, a little running, um, but not maybe a couple of times a week at the most. Um, I certainly wasn't going to the gym. Um, um, yeah. I was, I think I'd stopped martial arts at that point because um, I, I, my knee injuries went beyond like before that time. Um, yeah, and then Melanie dragged me into, well, she didn't drag me. She, she took me there and I was, because of my background and what I was doing, I had a closed mind. Um, I walked in mm-hmm. and I said, I think I said to Jamie, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this is for me, but, you know, I said, come along and have a look with my wife. And um, yeah, and I was wrong. So <laughs> I was wrong. We've spoke about that before because, yep. uh, you know, back and then I know Mel was the one who had originally sort of inquired and and yeah. organised to check it out, and and you kind of came down, being the loving, loving, supportive husband that you are, and then <laughs> a bit. And I, I think it's pretty pretty normal for people, you know, for some people to be a bit uncertain at the start. Um, Steve, you could probably talk to that a little bit about when people do kick off, you know, their first session or their first couple of sessions and the uncertainties that they have, you know, you know, within their first session or two. A hundred percent. I think the reason why I can sort of relate is because, you know, I've, I've been in that specific situation before where I've like started down at the boot camp, And then, so, um, you know, it's, it's pretty normal for people to come into each session feeling a little bit daunted obviously because you know in any social setting it's obviously going to be um you know daunting at the fact of not knowing anybody and meeting new people and stuff but then on the like it's even more amplified i guess because you know people place like with with fitness and that like that relates to your overall like well-being so i just think that just it just that feeling of being daunted can amplify um more so when you're like in a gym setting as well, because you don't want people thinking that you're unfit or you don't want to feel crap about yourself and that sort of jazz. So yeah. I can completely understand like when people walk in those doors initially that they can, you know, it can and, feel very, very daunting to them. And I think for you, Corey, uh, it was probably a little bit of that, but also just that the fact that you maybe didn't think you would enjoy it because you had come from different background. Yeah. Yeah. I, Oh, that coming from a, a, a sport that was obviously a lot of contact involved in it, I still like that idea of it. 
um, whether it be sparring and and the training the body to to learn how to do something like that. I like that that side of it. It's why I watch a lot of movie, like documentaries and and stuff like that about um, you know extraordinary things that people do, uh, train their body and mind to do. Um, but I'm saying that you know life's changed dramatically um, coming into this style of working out and with the people we train with, that's what makes me go there every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's just, well, it's amazing. Well, yeah, it's been, you know, going on five years now. So yeah. talk a little bit, talk a little bit about how your body's changed. Cause I know we mentioned it earlier and, and you have battled a couple of old knee injuries and a few bits. So talk a bit about that. Yep. Like I, I probably didn't have that much weight to lose when I come in. Um, cause I probably wasn't at the heaviest I was when I first started boot camp, uh, or have been, um, overall body shape is completely different without, uh, you know, without, you know, blowing my own trumpet or anything like that. Um, yeah, whole, whole, whole body's changed, um, mm. completely. I don't, it just doesn't, I, I, I like the way it looks. I like the way I feel. Um, and it's just a reminder of why I go and do it. Um, it's just consistent. Well, I once heard somebody, uh, somebody say to me, you know, to be, you, you've got to be consistent and just trust the process. Um, and, and it's just happened for me. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's ongoing though. Like I, exercise is easy for me. I say it to everybody. I, 45 minutes of exercise is easy. The other 30, 30 23 hours in the day are the hardest because I, I've mm-hmm. got to control food in that time. So, hey, Corey, in comparison yeah. to like, you know, when you were training mixed martial arts for so long and then you came into the boot camp setting and, and now now with us currently today, like what are the differences in the way you see your body when you were training mixed martial arts full time in comparison to now with like boot camp and this style of training? I was lean. Um, obviously, mixed martial arts was high intensity as well, but I was lean because I wasn't doing any weights at all. So I was probably... It's probably less. I probably weighed less then, but it's just leaner. Yeah. Like, it, and that doesn't go. That doesn't go very good with that sort of sport. You know what I mean? I was. I, I suppose I could be powerful because I was lean, but I'd love to have. I'd love to be who I am now and be doing it mm. ten years ago. Um, yeah. With the with the strength that we probably acquired doing this sort of exercise would be great. 100%. Especially the. I never put any uh, value on core work back then yeah uh, I, I couldn't do i couldn't do 20 sit-ups back then yeah so and, and coming to martial arts that's ridiculous uh, but i could still do it fine but then it's probably where injuries come in too um it's yeah, kind of I, like I, the the style of training that that we do and a lot of like the i guess the mixed modality stuff is now like it's not just weights as you know like we do free weight stuff we do body weight work we got yeah. the cardio stuff. We got like the machines. We got running. We got core work. You know, there's a bit of everything, and a, and a big big part of that, and a, a big benefit of that is it does prepare you to do a lot of other things outside of the gym. And although yep. it's not super specific to mixed martial arts, I thought that was interesting that you'd realised that if you had gone, you know, if you went back now, obviously you're a little bit older but your body's a lot stronger and you yeah. developed a lot more core strength and core stability. 
And yep. that's without training specifically to martial arts. That's just building your body and building strength and obviously continuing with your fitness and flexibility and, and, and all that stuff. Yep. But that that sort of relays over to, to other sports too for people who are playing, you know, an over 35 soccer or they're playing touch footy or they're doing, you know, anything, you know, even if they start wanting to go and do more hiking or, you know, more walking or skiing or what, whatever it may be. The, the idea is that if we are, if we do have a stronger body, we do have a fitter body and we're a bit more mobile and flexible, that it is going to be advantageous for no matter what we are doing outside yep. of the gym. Uh, but yeah, very interesting for you to, to sort of realize that perhaps, you know, when you were doing that, you didn't have much strength. And I know now you, you know, you, you, you love your training, you love your core work and you probably, you know, 10 times as strong as you were 10 years ago and reversing the, uh, the age clock here a little oh, bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I don't post photos of myself on Facebook, but there's, there's a couple there that I look back on. And it reminds me, it's probably 10, let's go back 10 or 12 years at, at 101 kilos. Wow. Um, I still, I, I, you know, I've got it on my phone as a reminder. Um, I can't imagine and, you uh, that big. No. Yeah, it was that. I mean, yeah, I was lifting any weights at, 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 ever. So you know, at 101 kilos, yeah, you don't look very, you don't look very healthy. But, We're not um, not meaning to give you a big head here, mate. But like, actually, I think it was yesterday. Mitch and I were talking, and um, you're saying that Corey's. He said, "Oh, Corey's coming on the podcast." I said, "Oh, yeah, sweet." So that's that'd be that'd be a mad chat. And um, the pair of us said, I hope like when, when we get to Corey's age, looking as good as Corey. So don't, don't let your head get too big, mate, all right? You, you, know, you know Melanie's going to listen to this, don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't worry, Mel. You, you'll, always, you'll always be the beautiful one in the relationship. Don't worry about that. Uh, look, you know, we, 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 we like working out together. We, we, we yeah. complement each other. Um, she, she brought me into this. And I still, I still pay respect to that because um, had she have not, who knows? I don't know. I wouldn't. I probably. I wouldn't feel and, and maybe look as good as I, I'd, you know, I do today. So, hey guys, just very quickly, if you have been enjoying our podcast and you've been watching us on YouTube, I would love for you to subscribe to our channel. If you've been listening to our podcast. Give us a follow, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you've been listening to us. It really helps the channel grow and I would be extremely appreciative and grateful if you took a moment to do that for me. Okay, that's it from me. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's really cool when you see couples that do it together and I know like yeah. your schedules don't always uh, match up and, and everything, but you know we have quite a few couples who, who come through together, Dave and Lynn's, Mick and Julie, Karen and Mick, you know, there's there's mm. quite a handful of them who, if they're not doing it together, like they're in the program together. So do you yeah. feel like that it's changed your yours and Mel's mindset at home a bit, even just with like your general lifestyle and nutrition and things? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ma Melanie's um, very good with, um, with her food, nutrition. I She pulls me up. Um, that's, that's how it is. I was a, a typical man will just eat what he wants. Um, or as a woman's very, very conscious about it. So, um, that's what that's that Melanie's good with the food. I'll give her that. Um, 
and she exercises too. So, um, you know, we compliment, she compliments me and, and vice versa, you know, um, but yeah. we don't put pressure on each other. Yeah. No. We just, just enjoy it. I think it, I think it's good just to have that general support for each other because have been times in the past when we've got other members and their partners, not that they're trying to sabotage them, but they're eating kind of whatever they want at home. And the one who's not doing that, they're trying to be healthy and improve their lifestyle, but they find it very hard when there's always other foods and other things in the house. So it always tends to work better when you're in it in unison, like you're doing it together. Yeah, yeah, same the same mindset, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I'm just able to eat. Um, I, I'm able to eat pretty much what I want, but I've got a, I have a system for myself. You know, um, I work fifty fifty roster. So when I'm at work, there's nothing. Well, pretty much no bad stuff at all. Then when I'm off, you know, I pretty much eat what I want, but I'm still conscious yeah. of what I'm doing. Even if I'm putting something crappy into my mouth, I'm still conscious of. Does that sound silly? I'm still conscious of it. Yeah. And aware of what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I did want to ask quickly about uh, your work because I know you do shift work and and we've had many conversation about this, uh, you know, me and you, Corey, but it's not the most healthy uh, group of people that you you work with and you're kind of like the, uh, the odd one out when you're ringing you know, healthy stuff and eating, you know, like we all like to eat, but maybe not like how some other rig pigs like to eat. So talk a little yep. bit about how you've, and you touched on it earlier, talk a little bit about how you've created that structure for yourself. How how am I going, the way I look at it within myself, and I, me and Melanie have a conversation every now and then, I bring it up. And I think, oh, shit, I might have put on a few more kilos, especially since last Christmas. Um, I need to change something. So the way I, I structure it for myself, um, eating so if I like to have the, 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 the foods I like to eat or just eat normal without worrying about it too much, to go to work when I'm on a 50-50 roster, so I might do two days on and a couple of days off and so on, I find if I eat, as strict as I can eat when I'm at work because I'm not moving my body much. Um, then when I'm off, I pretty much eat what I want because um, I'm moving a lot more. Um, and that's a system I've run since we started boot camp pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it works for me. I mean, I, you know, my weight's probably gone up a little bit over the years, but then we're lifting weights and, you know, body's got bigger and probably mm-hmm. muscular. Um, so... I'll probably feel like I've put on a couple of kilos since Christmas, but you now let's face it. I really got too much to worry about considering I'm nearly 50. Nah. You know what I mean? Nah. So it's, yeah. it's just got to work the system that works for you. You got to work out something that works for you. Like I do shift work. I, 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 well, the system I've got works for me. It might not work for everybody because we're all the different rosters. So shift work got, is. Yeah, shift work is definitely challenging. I've never done it, but I've spoken to enough people over the years to know that just not having that monotony, you need to find what works. But I'd be interested to ask you, Steve, because you, you've lost a lot of weight, you know, in years gone by. 
Mm. What was your, did you have sort of some fixed structure to your nutrition like what Corey has? Because it may be not the same structure, but is it something that worked for you? Well, I've always been like pretty bad, like 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 back in the day, like I was pretty bad when it came to like sweets and like any of that sort of jazz. And I remember in in particularly, I, I remember I had so the structure I had when I was when I lost all that weight back in 2016, I think it was 2016, 2017. I had a specific structure, and that was just pretty well. I remember Wednesday being the day where I could have something big, like something like like a like a decent meal to like. I guess to reward myself for the six days that was. So um, I found that pretty well, like not the whole day, but I remember knowing that like there was a specific meal where it was pretty well no holds barred. That was, that was me because I knew that throughout the week I was just like pinpoint, pinpoint, pinpoint accurate to, to everything. And it was almost like my reward at the end of it. And for that 12 to 18 months that I felt like that worked, um, that worked really well for me. Um, Whereas nowadays, I I generally have, I generally eat pretty healthy from from day to day. So I'm at that point, I'm at that point now where if I if I have something that's a bit more calorie dense or higher in calories and whatever, I'm not too too worried about it because I know that like in the days coming, um, it's it's yeah. I'm going to be super active anyway. So yeah, that works for me. You so you're just being conscious about what you're doing, Steve. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm just yeah, I'm I'm just it's always in the back of my head, Corey. I just I just sort of know like if if like I like I know like just leading up like for example you know we're having a karaoke night the twenty fourth of September so so I know leading up towards that I know that day is probably going to be thrown out the window regarding you know <laughs> trying to trying to stay in the deficit or trying to stay in the maintenance calories and all that sort of jazz so that week I'll pretty well I might eat a little bit less and just and just and up my steps maybe just just that little bit more so i'm like yourself i'm not like super restrictive i'm not like oh i can't do this i can't have that or well i'm eating too much of this i just sort of know in the back of my head i'm just like okay i just know and i'll just just tweak a little bit and then just roll through from there it's pretty well like just a normal week it doesn't feel too restrictive in the end i think it's um the, the more the more you do it, the more you start to understand your body and understand your lifestyle and the choices you make. So like you said, Corey, you've been sort of eating and doing this structure for the last four or five years. So that's just what you do now, like that you, you eat very well when you're on shift and then when you're not on shift, you enjoy yourself a bit more, but it all kind of balances itself out. Yep. And yep. same for you, Steve, like you, you've, you've lost all that weight. You're not looking to necessarily really lose Anyway, it's more of like a maintenance gig now and you kind of have a very fair idea of what you need to do to, to maintain. And yeah. when whenever I'm talking with to, to members about nutrition, that's kind of what we're aiming for. We're aiming to get to that point for them where they do understand their body and understand what works for them, like what both you guys have just spoke about, very different, yeah, very different uh, work situation, you know, lifestyle, you know, and, and everything that goes with that. But it's just about finding something that that works for you, and then doubling down on it, and and sort of just sticking to a plan long enough to be able to see it work and manifest. And then, mm. like what you both found, you, you're very aligned with it now. And I think, like you mentioned, Corey, I'm I'm from the same school of thought where the exercise stuff has always been something I've really enjoyed. So there there are days when you know, you have a bit of a 
tougher day and you don't really want to do it as much because you're tired or fatigued or whatever. But yeah, it's the nutrition stuff that can be really challenging because that's the other 23 hours a day that you're having to try and yeah. try and stay on top of it. Yeah, um, the exercise, the exercise is the easy part to me. To me, this, you know, you might be in, you might be in some pain while you're doing it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's fun, the easy part. It's the fun stuff. Uh, I just wanted to ask, I just wanted to ask Corey, just like when you're talking about like your lifestyle and whatever, I just think it's important to note is like, you know, obviously doing shift work, obviously you hear so many people, like pretty much everybody that does shift work, they talk about like the, their sleep and like how fatigued they are. And I was just pretty well just wanted to know like how you, how you manage that, like how you manage to get in uh, your, your sessions and how you manage to train as much as you do um, and how you juggle your sleep patterns. Yeah, Melanie, I'll tell you that I'm very regimented with what I do. Okay. Um, very regimented. So if I, if I, let's say, let's say I'm doing three night shifts, probably the hardest, the hardest I'll have to do. Um, I will make sure that I've got earplugs in. Um, the room's dark and cool. Um, I don't eat, I don't have coffee after midnight the night before. I don't eat sugar um like any added sugar or anything like that leading up to you know be or over that whole period um mm. and this is the maximize tr trying to get sleep because it's harder to sleep during the day so um i'll go to bed for that six hours <clears throat> and generally get six hours and um and i get through it fine um i try to <clears throat> i try to limit sort of limit carbs the main carbs when i'm working Come to the end of a block of shifts, I'm usually hanging for a bowl of pasta or something like that. Um, yeah, which I do anyway at the end of it. But um, it's just just been disciplined with what I do, you know, especially night shift. Day, day shift's different. But um, making sure I get the right amount of sleep so I can function. You know what I mean? I've still yeah. got to get to a shift, not only that little bit of exercise that you do and, and everything else. So... Mm -hmm. Just the discipline and everything, and, and the routine. They keep the same routine all the time, all the time. Again, yeah. you found out what's work, what works good for you, so you're just well, able to stick with it pretty easily. You've, yeah, you got to stick to a routine on shift work. You got to you stick the same routine. Or the, the first shift back, uh, I make sure I go to bed for three hours at the same time every single time. Um, yeah, I'd, and it's and like I said, the the, the coffee and the sugar is a big thing. People think they can still drink that stuff and, and try and sleep during the day. just makes it harder. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so. I agree. It's, uh, it's very much an environment thing too. Like you mentioned, getting your, your bedroom set up so it, it does allow yeah. you to sleep in the, the day and blackout curtains and earbuds yep. and everything. Because, yeah, I think when people find, don't have that, then obviously they're then probably not going to get you know, any decent sleep and then that rolls into the next day can affect the next day. And then all of a sudden, maybe you haven't done any exercise for a few days because you've just been like a walking zombie <laughs> almost. Yeah, and, that's... and we have, you know, a lot of people, we have a lot of nurses and, and some, some guys who work up and girls that work up Singleton and do their shift stuff. And I think, you know, you, you've kind of got it got it down to be to be very mm. very honest it seems like you're in a very good uh good place with it and there has been some mornings when i 
you know, when we tr- we train you at the gym and you haven't had an ounce or a wink of sleep, and you know, I do definitely credit you for that because that wouldn't be easy. It it feels like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like shit. But I, I tend to don't complain about it. I might mention it. <clears throat> this is just something you got. It's got to be done. Whether whether I do a workout at home or a workout at the, with you guys, it's just I don't know. It just becomes a, another routine, just like the work routine. Yeah. yeah. You get it done. There's definitely no motivation in going to going to the gym after straight after work. I can tell you now, none at all. It's just the discipline and, and routine that you create. Yeah, and and that's that's what it's all about. You know, motivation only lasts for so long, and that's where you need to have uh, the discipline and the strategies around your life to be able to pave your way to have that discipline. Otherwise, yeah. anytime you get tired, anytime you have some sort of inconvenience in your day or your week, then, you know, the motivation is going to go. But the discipline is mm-hmm. what, what stays. Absolutely. But, there's not, there's not the mo- nothing motivating when it's, um, it's winter and it's freezing and you want to get out in the shed here and it's concrete floor. There's nothing, there's nothing motivating. <laughs> not at all. It's horrible. But it's you just, get it. Got to be done. But, but what a, what an awesome feeling it is after you finish that workout though. Well, Yes, it is. I love it. Everybody's on a high when they walk out of the gym. Everyone. I don't think I've seen somebody walk out of there unhappy. Really? Do they? They don't. No. They're tired. Not not unhappy, I'd like to think. No. No. I tend to take notice of, you know, how people are interacting and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Everybody's always happy after they're finished. Mm. It's done. The job's done. Go and enjoy the rest of the day. We'll, um, we'll finish it up here, mate. But last thing I wanted just to sign off on, and, and Steve-O and I were talking about this just before um, we started this. Whenever we have uh, some newer people coming through, you know, for their first session or they're in their first week, and, you know, like Steve was saying earlier, it's a very, very challenging time. You know, there's a lot of overwhelm. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of worry. There's a lot of uncertainty for new people coming in. But one thing that we can always, always count on is that if you're there in the session, you, you'll make them feel extremely welcome and, and you'll have a chat to them. You'll, you'll encourage them. You'll say what a great job is, you know, they've done. You'll, you'll just shoot the shit with them at the end and make them feel like that they've, um, you know, you've known each other for a, for a long time. And I, I know we've spoke about this off camera, but yeah, just always, we always love seeing it. We, we truly do appreciate how welcome you, you make everyone feel. So I thought I would just share that with everyone. Cause I don't think we have anyone across both gyms that does, does it like you do, mate. So it's a real credit to you and what a, what a nice fellow you are. I, I appreciate that. I do. That, um, you know, it's kindness costs nothing, you know, it costs nothing. Just, you know, step out of your own world and um, make somebody else feel comfortable is a pretty easy thing to do, you know. Well, I could yeah. I could imagine, like, Corey, in all, in all honesty, mate, as I said before, it's pretty daunting walking in those doors, right? So Absolutely. I can only imagine, like, if there were times there where, like, I, I, think that, I think that you've probably made more of a difference than you think on, like, what, like, on somebody's first, first session. Like, I, I think, like, you approaching them again, saying, oh, hey, look, what's your name? And telling them how, you know, good of a job they've done. And then I've often heard you, like, explain, you know, it gets a bit easier from here, that sort of thing. I, I think sometimes without that, 
you, you know, their experience might be like, say, a, say a seven out of ten, for example, yeah. and then you you speaking to them, it, it ups it to like a ten out of ten because like yeah. it's just you just made them feel that much more encouraged, and, and you've made them feel a part of the community just simply by just 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 going over and just just making time for them in that in that forty five minutes. It's a few words, Steve. It doesn't. It costs nothing to do it. You know what I mean? It's kind. It just makes all, makes all the difference. Yeah, yeah. It's make them feel good about themselves for a couple of seconds. Yeah. You know? Say hello. Make them feel welcome. It's mm-hmm. easy. Everybody should do it. Everybody should do it more. I, the, the kids joke around because whenever we're out somewhere or away somewhere, Dad's always talking to someone. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm. I, you know that I like talking. Everybody does. So I, I, I strike up a conversation with anybody, but um, in the gym, uh, you know, Melanie and I love it there. We love you guys, especially, actually, especially Melanie loves you, Steve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she often says, she often says to me, Corey, she, said if, if she goes, she goes, if Corey wasn't around, she's like, I, I wish, wish Steve would be my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely Stephen. yeah so, absolutely. Nah, nah. you made him all red nah. in the face now mate look at him he's blushing <laughs> no it's just the lighting mate, mate. it's just the lighting all right it's just the lighting. So you're a lovely guy too mate and the reason we're we're still with um breakthrough is because the, the time when you just went to cardiff we were looking at the distance we had to travel we we couldn't leave we're just too close mm. to everybody yeah. yeah, we we love you guys, you know, and we love the people we train with, and um, yeah, it's a good place to be. That's awesome, mate. Well, we we might leave it there, but no, appreciate all the the kind words, and you know, it's going on our five year anniversary, mate. So it's uh been through a lot. We switched locations. You guys, you know, follow us there all the way over from from Fletcher. So we know it's a bit of a hike, but love having you there. Love, love having Mel there, and. Appreciate everything and all the support over the uh, over the years, and and yeah, we love having you guys there. No, thanks, mate. Thank you. All right, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you on the next one. See you guys. Thanks, gang. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.